Well, hello there, and happy Monday to you, and welcome to your show, Take Two, with Jerry and Debbie. I'm Debbie Giorgiani with Jerry Usher, and we bring forth a topic, and you, the Take Two family, take it away. Hi, Jerry. Happy Monday to you. Thank you. Feast of St. Agatha. Beautiful feast day today. I know. A favorite of Sicily. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Patron saint of uh, Sicily. Everybody in Sicily loves St. Agatha. Wow. Happy feast day then. Thank you. Thank you. I want to go celebrate, but I can't afford a ticket to Sicily. (laughs) (laughs) Well, St. Agatha will come to you, I have a feeling. There you go. There you go. Jerry, I'm excited about today's topic. It's a little interesting, and I mean, well, it's 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 very much uh, of interest to a lot of people. But I'm saying it's a little interesting in the fact that we we're just overwhelmed by this now. It's everywhere, and so how do we participate? How do we interact? And so, why, why don't you share with our listeners where we're going with this? This is an interesting topic, but I I also think it uh, I think it could cause a lot of debate. Well, we're asking you today, uh, we, we are living more and more in a do-it-yourself world with every passing day. What we mean by that is you can do it, you can do your banking online, you can do your shopping online, you can, you can get a car that will drive itself, you don't have to drive your car anymore if you get one of those That's newfangled the cars. right there. <laughs> um, there are so many things that we, it's kind of a DIY, do-it-yourself world. Have you bought into that? Have you bought into that? You know, do you, do you, it's almost, it's almost impossible to avoid it over, over a course of time, Debbie, I think. But that's our question today. Do you prefer to do a lot of, like checking out of the grocery store? Do you go to the self-checkout line? Do you like to do that? Do you prefer to do that? Would you rather go through a line with a checker and maybe someone to bag your groceries for you? This is the topic today. Are you invested, fully invested personally in this do-it-yourself culture that has been established around us? Here's the number, 833 833- 288-EWTN, 833-288-3986. So we want to hear from the Take-Two family. Uh, it's a do-it-yourself world. Let's face it. It's all around us. It's everywhere we go. We're, we're removing human beings. Why? Because there's, you know, human error to things. So we're relying on technology to be fast and efficient. Uh, and it, it, let's face it, folks, it's going to have problems. There's going to be mistakes. I mean, it's never going to be perfect. And are we just erasing humanity in ways or... Or maybe you're on the flip side of this, you're into the whole artificial intelligence and advanced technology and stuff like that. And you're thinking, no, 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 Debbie, you're so behind the times. We got to keep up with the world. Everybody's doing this. We've got to, you know, the whole idea is to evolve and get smarter and everything. But are we getting so smart? It's actually kind of, I don't know, dumb. (laughs) Because in, in, in other ways, it just, it just ruins the way we interact. We were made for community. And so let's talk about it. It's a do-it-yourself world. Do you like it? Give us a th- the pros and cons. Let's have a nice, healthy discussion and walk away a little bit changed, hopefully a little bit closer to God. What do you say, Jer? Well, I agree. Phone lines are wide open right now, and we would love to have you participate in the conversation. We have Matt Gubensky on the phones. Our producer is Ace McKay. Michael McCall is monitoring your social media comments on Facebook and YouTube. Hello to you if you're watching the video there. Uh, but the phone, we'd love to hear your voice, 833-288-3986. Uh, have you gone along with all of the DIY, the do-it-yourself self stuff in the world? Or do you think maybe, have you, have you resisted? I've, I've, I've tried to resist, Debbie, like online banking and things like that. But over mm-hmm. time, 
maybe it's just it wears you down the convenience of it so i do you know i I, i've been inside a bank branch maybe twice in the last 10 years Mm -hmm. (laughs) because you know i do and and at the grocery store you know i i I love going to the self-checkout but you know maybe some of you who are listening right now you think well this is a way to kind of do away with jobs that you know human beings might be able to hold you know so i feel Mm -hmm. it does have it does have an impact in certain um you know situations and circumstances so Tell it, give us your take on this. Where, where do you come? Where do you come down on this question? Eight three three two eight eight three nine eight six. So, uh, thanks to our previous governor here in Arizona, he decided that he wanted to make Arizona the test center for many things. And one of the area, one of the areas that he wanted to dive into is these these self driving cars. And so we've had we've had those self driving cars. They were manned uh, for a long time, and so and people in Arizona got used to that because we thought, hmm, there's a human being behind the steering wheel. It must be okay. Now you see them, and they are completely self. Uh, uh, driverless. There's no there's no driver next to him in the in the passenger seat in the back seat. Not at all. And I was warning everybody in Arizona about this. And just about a week ago, my sister calls me and she says, "Oh wow! Oh my goodness! I was next to two uh, cars with no drivers." She goes, "It was the weirdest thing. It was strange. I couldn't wait to get away from them." And see, this is what we're saying, Jerry. It, it's. I think there needs to be a little bit of education, and I don't know. I, I don't know how we're ever going to accept this. I just feel like it's the Jetsons. I really do. <laughs> I feel like we've gone into a really strange world. I, I, I'm not saying I want to go back to the prairie days, but I really, I think things were simpler back then, and I just think, I don't know. What do you feel? Maybe I should just stay up. Maybe uh, our Take-Two family's right. Maybe I get, should get up with the times. I don't know. Well, unlike you, Debbie, I'm old enough to remember, you know, a time when <laughs> when there was, you know, all that human personal interaction. Right. Um, and, and you'd go to the local small town grocery store where I grew up and, you know... Um, even back then, we had to memorize. I was a checker at the store. You had to memorize the prices of the produce and everything. Right. You, didn't, you didn't have the scanners, so even even scanners for checkers. God bless them. I mean, it's it's a, it's a very very beautiful way of, of of checking out your groceries and having those little barcodes on there and stuff. But now, you know, like I said, we're moving toward more toward the self checkout and, and really do it yourself in a lot of different things. So, love to hear from you, the Take Two family today. It's a Monday. And we want to get the week started off right here, 833-288-3986. Still a couple open phone lines there. How are you doing with this do-it-yourself world, Take Two Mm -hmm. family? Do you think it's very efficient and we're getting better at making things go faster for the rest of us so that we can get on with our day and get more to do, more done on our to-do list, which I don't think ever, ever really happens. It's a perpetual list. Okay. uh, Just to remind everyone, we do have Matt on the phones. He's doing a great job. We've got Ace McKay at the controls, always doing just a fabulous job there. And Rich Jesse is on social media. So uh, make your comments there. We're waving to you on YouTube and Facebook, and then we need to hear from you. Okay, pick up those last open phone lines. We're getting some messages coming in saying they like the Prairie Days. That's really cool. We like that. We Maybe we should start that again. 833-288-3986. It's a do-it-yourself world, and we need to hear from our Take-Two family. Typically, and not surprisingly, you have a lot to say about the topic. You always do, the Take-Two family. 
We have busy phone lines there. Just a reminder that if you want to try and get in after a line is cleared, it's 833-288-3986. Talking about the do-it-yourself culture that we live in today. Do you take advantage of that? Are you against it? Do you see risks involved with that? Do you think it's just the best thing in the world that's ever happened? i uh, love to hear a variety of different perspectives on this. And right before we go to the calls, I want to tell you about EWTN's prayer offer or prayer line, if you will. It's, it's online, actually. And EWTN offers a variety of prayers for all of your spiritual needs, especially during the upcoming season of Yes, Lent is just uh, coming up in a little over a week and beyond. You can find... All of these prayers at EWTN.com slash pray. I'm not crazy about Lent. Have I told you that lately? Oh, actually, I'm you know that. I'm excited about Lent this year for some reason. I really am. <laughs> I don't know why. Lent just, I don't know. You know this. I always complain every year. If it just becomes very, it's very, you're excited though. That's good. If you're excited, I'm going to hold on to that as well. Okay, let's hear. No, I'm excited about Lent, folks. It's a great season to get deep with God. It's just, it, sometimes it can be very hard and heavy. Just saying. Okay, Teresa in Houston, Texas on the EWTN app. Hello, Teresa. Welcome to the show. Hi, Jerry and Debbie. Um, I just want to say I love your show, and I think they're both beautiful souls. You always say that to people, and I wanted to say it to you. Um, Thank you, Teresa. (laughs) You're welcome, and and that that EWTN has really changed my life in a really beautiful way, so thank you. Um, But anyway, getting back to this topic, I really like self-checkout at the grocery store. I don't want the checkers to lose their jobs, and but I like to ring stuff up, and I like to bag things the way I want them. And if I kind of Teresa, you're in a. You're, it sounds like. Are you outside, Teresa? It sounds like the wind might be on your phone. Yes, it just blew. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, that you sound much better. Go ahead. There Back up go. a little bit. Okay. Okay, so anyway, I, I, I like to self-checkout, and I sometimes if I go to the regular checkout, they, they're trying to go so fast that they kind of slam things and do it really kind of hard. And if I ever kind of go, oh, that's my apple, and they, you know, look at me fishy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, I like it because I like the bag, but I do understand. I don't like the self-driving cars or any of that. My only thing is I... Love the supermarket checkout. <laughs> self-checkout. You sound exactly like my husband, Teresa. That's exactly the reason that he d- goes through self-checkout. And we have actually gone shopping together, and we... <laughs> And we we divide, and he goes to self checkout, and I go through the line with the, <laughs> with the with the checker, and and I'll tell you it's it's hilarious. But he says the same thing, Teresa. He wants to be able to position his items in the bags, go fast, have everything there. He knows where it is. He puts it all in. Nothing gets smashed. And so so yeah, there is some merit to that. I agree, Jerry. What you go to self checkout, don't you? I definitely will use self-checkout, you know, at times. I, I also like to go to, to the lines with the people in them. There's a grocery store chain here near, near where I live now here in Central Florida that has, they have a, a bag person at every uh, checkout line. So not wow. just the, so it's not, it's not the checker scanning and bagging, and, but they actually bag. have a bag so per, two you know, mineral. Yeah, and so that to me uh, really gives it's, it speaks of respect to me. I think that mm-hmm. um, they really care enough to have you know to pay to have those people there. So, sure. uh, what do you think about that, Teresa? I think that sounds great, yeah. but I'm just like Marty. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, then and I'm I gonna... kind of uh... okay. go ahead. 
Oh, no, I just kind of think it's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, that's what he says. He says it's really cool. He loves scanning it. He loves put, He loves a little circular thing where the bags go around. He just loves the whole thing. <laughs> and uh, so I'm going to have to bring Marty to Houston the next time I come this year, Teresa, so you can meet him. Then you guys can go through the self-checkout together. <laughs> oh, well, we'd love to have you guys here. And Jerry, thank you for answering the call. And, oh, and Debbie, you. if you could put my family in the prayer book, please. We just have been having some health issues, so... Sure. I just wanted to get us covered. Okay, I'll put you in. I, ha- I, You know what? It's so interesting, Teresa. I dragged the prayer book out this morning, and normally I don't do it on Mondays, and isn't that interesting? So, yes, we will make sure we pray for you and your family. Thank you so much, and I okay. just love you guys. Oh, oh, we, we love, love you, you too. too. Thank you, Teresa. Talking about do-it-yourself stuff in this world. Are you for it, against it, somewhere in the middle? Do you use some and maybe not use others? Tony is in Merced, California, listening on Sirius XM 130 and has some thoughts on this. Hi, Tony. I've listened to you um, several times, and you're one of my favorite shows on the EWTN um, Sirius XM channel. Oh, um, uh, boo, boo, boo to the um, self-checkout. Boo. <laughs> I don't work there, and I don't want to do their jobs. And that's why people don't have jobs. And that's why people, they probably have to do it because people aren't working. I mean, we've traveled around America, and there's help wanted signs everywhere, but I still don't want to do it myself. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're saying thumbs down to the self-checkout? Thumbs down, boo. Oh. Okay. Okay. What about uh, driverless cars? How about those? I mean, because you live in California, that's a very interesting thing that could be introduced there, huh? I live in the lovely Central Valley where there's a lot of agriculture, and I think it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's just like this high-speed rail. It's a joke. Yeah. So, Tony, do you? I don't want to pry. You don't have to say anything. But do you? Do you do any sort of? self self stuff like online banking or anything like that or do you just do you just say no to all of that you want to interact with people all the time no i do do that but when um to pay some bills but Mm -hmm. the actual bank i do i go in my husband does it all online well and yeah and i have to tell you tony i don't know if you heard if you were on the um of getting your call screened by um now it's i think charles is on the phones um but i i Maybe you didn't hear it, but my sister came across two driverless cars uh, last week, and it, it, it really scared her. It really frightened her to the point where she tried to get away from them. It made her very uneasy. Um, she said, if this is where, how it's going to happen on the streets, I don't, want, I don't even want to drive anymore. I, I don't want to feel this kind of pressure when I'm driving, where I'm going up against a car that's not manned by a human being. What do, what do, you, what do you say again quickly to that? Because I'm just, I'm just trying to figure it out before it gets, I mean, I know Arizona has launched it and some other states have as well. Um, and this thing is just going to become, I mean, it'll be everywhere in a matter of months probably. I completely agree with your sister because, you know, human error is bad enough. But if something mechanical goes wrong, mm, I don't want to be around that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I agree, Tony. Way. I yeah. totally agree. Do you, how do you feel about it? You're, you like to be on the road, Jerry. What do you feel yeah, about no, that? I, I think I agree with you and Tony on that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just 
I don't know. Like I said at the start of the show, I've been I've I've gone kicking and screaming into a lot of things, like even online banking, even texting, text messaging. When it first was becoming popular, I just thought, oh no, I'm never going to do that. And now I do it all okay. the time. So why don't you just Tony's, admit what happened? <laughs> thanks just for weighing in, Tony. Thanks, what, Tony. What what happened? You that I'm the one the who time? forced you into texting. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry. I've apologized for 13 years. I know. We'll keep apologizing. <laughs> Maybe I'll forgive you one of these days. <laughs> okay. Where are we going next? Um, Cola is a first-time caller in Fairfax, Virginia, listening on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Cola. Welcome. Well, I, as I was saying earlier, I do a bit of both. However, I do not do anything online other than pay my bills. Mm-hmm. As far as checking out, self-checkout, only if I have to be at a certain place in a, a certain time, I'm always running late. So if I have to be somewhere and the line is long and I have no patience and I have a couple of things, I will do the self-checkout. Um, but generally speaking, I prefer to go and see a person and greet them and thank them. I cannot greet a machine, nor can I thank a machine. So that's that's my feeling. Those are my feelings. And as far as what the um, other uh, the previous caller said about, you know, people not um, putting things right, she, yes, but uh, it's true. Sometimes they do throw things in there, but I always try to make sure I'm standing there so I can sort of say, oh, no, 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 don't do that, please, right. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So that's about it, yeah. It's, it's just... Uh, I prefer the human touch. I prefer mm-hmm. the human touch. Um, I think we've gotten to the point where people don't talk to each other. They don't communicate. Families are texting each other instead of talking to each. I don't know. I just. I I agree. I, yeah. I think it's I think it's really tragic that we uh, we disconnect. We saw it through the pandemic, Cola and 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 Jerry. We saw that what happened when we were separated and when we had these masks on and we couldn't make out each other's facial expressions and we couldn't connect. It's it's and then the rise of depression, low grade depression. Jerry and I know because we have the life coaching ministry. It just so happened it launched the same year as the as COVID, and so we were getting calls like crazy of people saying, please help us. We, we don't know who to talk to. And I agree with you, Cola. I think this is, this is tragic for, for our human experience. Yes, I agree with you as well. Yeah. And it's, hopefully people will wake up and realize that we need each other much more than we need machinery. And, yeah. you know, machines I'm... are meant to be used by us, not the other way around. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I think all of us would agree, we're probably all big fans of the human touch, as, as I believe you mentioned, Cola. And to that end, and I know you probably both do this as well, Debbie and Cola, but when I go through the grocery store checkout line, I like to uh, greet the checker and the bag person by name. They have their name tags yeah, on. Yeah, me too. And I always, I, always meant, I always greet them by name. I say, you know, how are you? They ask, how am I doing? I'm, I'm doing well. Thanks be to God. I hope you have a blessed day. You know, I think that's sort of the, 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 the approach we take with life coaching, Debbie, and the approach mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. try and take with this radio program is to, to really affirm people, yeah. you know, and let, help them to, to realize they are loved, they're appreciated, they're respected, and they have worth and dignity. So I think that 
part of it can can be lost, obviously, with some of the DIY stuff. So. Yep, I agree. Cola, you're awesome. Thank you so much. You're not a first-time caller anymore, so call us again. Okay, so uh, just real quickly, on YouTube and Facebook, there's comments coming in. Also, you can always email us if you have something to share, like a story about this topic, and it has um, it, it's going to take a little bit more time, always email us at take2 at EWTN.com. Yeah, and watching on YouTube is, it says, Yojo, he is watching on YouTube, says, I worked at the grocery store for too long. I prefer to let them do the hard work. That's from Yojo on YouTube. So thank you for weighing in, and we welcome other social media comments as well, or Facebook or YouTube, the video streams. Very nice. Okay, so we will go back to the phones. Maria is waiting so patiently in Dallas, Texas, on our friends at Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Maria. Hi there. How are you? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing well also. Very interesting, this topic you'll have today. <laughs> I saw it coming years back. And I said, what? No, I'm going to stand in line even if it takes me a while. It has to do a lot with having patience. And uh, a lot of us don't have patience. We're in the age or the time where people just don't have patience. We And then we take it out on people. And a lot of people don't want to... Um, um, what and interact with people because of that people's attitudes and stuff like that. But besides that, I I go for the old school. I I was a cashier when I was a teenager. I enjoyed it. I met people. I learned a lot uh, because I, as I was growing up, I realized different people have different personalities, and some people are in good moods, some people are in bad moods. And I think that's something that 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 needs to be learned as we go along. And I learned a lot being a cashier in different locations as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And uh, as an adult, I like uh, to interact with people also. I like to call them by their names, tell them thank you, appreciate them for the job they do, and things like that. And like the other caller says, you can't do that to a machine. <laughs> you, <laughs> right. you, you know, we, we, I don't know, it's just something that we're losing it, and we're going to be sorry further down the line because we're all, all we're going to have is machines and not each other. Mm-hmm. And like y'all mentioned, uh, we, we had a taste of it during the pandemic. Do we really want this? Same as with the um, driverless car. That is spooky, very spooky. I think I'm just like your sister. I do not want to see that <laughs> anytime mm-hmm. soon here in Texas. And it's scary. It's scary because it was fun seeing it on the Jetsons, but I don't think uh, it's fun. It's going to be fun seeing it, you know, in front of you or beside you. Right. So right. those are my comments. And thank you for having this uh, topic. I think it's interesting. I think people do need to know. Oh, one more thing. I do think it's going to be replacing a lot of people's jobs. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm going to be 70 soon. And it, if I, I have used the self-cashiers, uh, and it just gets me nervous. I, I, I finagle, and I, I take longer, and it's just like people are waiting for me to finish. It's like, no, 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 no. Let me go to the cashiers, and that's her job. And, and you know, that's she had to work for that. And somebody's going to take that job who's the machine so those are my comments thank you for having me and answering the call and i really agree with uh have with you all um who say they'd rather go back to the old time all right Mm -hmm. beautiful take maria yeah Yeah, well she mentioned a couple things one is patience i have never been the most patient person in the world but i'm learning to be more so because i'll ask myself you know if you have to wait behind one or two people with their baskets at the grocery store. What's the big deal about that? I, I, I ask myself that. 
And I say, where am I in such a hurry to get to? Right. So I'll pull, pull out my basket and go down to aisle, you know, line number four, and I'll look in there, and it's, oh, that, that's busier than the line I was in, so I'll go to right. line six. And pretty soon you're, you end up, you know, three or four carts back further than you were in the first yeah. place. <laughs> but I would say one of the things that frustrates me at the self-checkout is if the, the this item gets rung up wrong. Yes. Then you got to stand there and wait and hope that somebody sees you and maybe that little light goes on up at the top telling you, <laughs> you know, someone somebody needs help over here. So anyway, we're talking about doing it yourself today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. What is your take? 833-288-3986. It's a do-it-yourself world. Wow, here we've arrived. And you've got an open phone line there, so pick that line up and, and tell us what you think about all of these self-everything. Self-checkout check, lines, self-driving cars, self, uh, you know, the way to pay bills, everything. Everything's that you can do it yourself. Tell us what you think, pros and cons, 833-288-3986. And Jerry, before we get back to the phones, I am getting um, some comments coming in that, that folks want to know why I don't care for Lent that much. We will talk about it when it gets closer to Lent. Be patient, be patient. I love Lent, okay? It's just, it's a difficult process for me because I try to go very, very deep like we all should. And so with that comes a lot of um, crosses. Let's just face it, a lot of a lot of things happen during Lent. But it's good, it's all good, okay, folks? I'm just trying to get myself up to um, like where Jerry is. He's super excited about Lent and I'm going to try to be like him when I grow up. Okay, congratulations going out to a longtime member of the EWTN radio family, Siouxland Catholic Radio, 88.1 FM, serving Sioux City and Storm Lake, Iowa, is celebrating 16 years with us this week. Congratulations to Ann, Lisa, and their great team at Siouxland Catholic Radio. You guys are awesome, and we just want to say congratulations from all of us here at EWTN. Yeah, no, congratulations. I was just chuckling because I, I, I thought of another thing that um, my impatience and frustration comes out at sometimes, and it shouldn't. This is this is a flaw within me, mm-hmm. but it's when somebody actually pays with cash at the grocery store. Why? You know, the, the, I, I, I don't know, They but they, they get out, they want to give exact change, you know, so they're pulling out the, 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 the dollar denominations, and then they get the change bag out. And <laughs> And that bothers you? Yeah, it's. I told you, it's it's a flaw within me. It's my impatience. You know, <laughs> they have a right to pay any way they want to. So, did you you know that patience is a fruit of the spirit? Yeah. Yeah. I, so I've you. Been, been right. working on patience my whole life. I know. There you go. There you go. I love that. Right, hurry up. Okay. Let's get to another call. Okay. Yep. We're going to. <laughs> you said hurry up. Let's get yeah. to another call. Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah. Jerry made it funny here. Welcome Isaac to the program in Raymore. Missouri, from Covenant Radio Network. Does that make me sound like I'm a local? Oh <laughs> uh, well, a little bit. Okay, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Thank Isaac. Yeah, um, yeah. This is one of those topics that kind of uh, irks me all the time. Um, I'm a uh, four year. I think it was four years ago, four or five years ago. I graduated from uh, Franciscan University. I'm sure you've heard of it. Um, I'm up there, I graduated from there too, Isaac. Well, that's pretty cool to hear about. (laughs) But, um, yeah, there was a lot of uh, stuff that we would go on this topic about just how much technology has advanced and things like that, and you do a lot of uh, study on philosophy and, you know, how how we're thinking as human beings, especially from a philosophical 
um, like a Catholic philosophical perspective. Mm-hmm. And so it was really a big influence in my life. Um, and to be honest, it was like either that topic or one other topic that I ended up writing my thesis on. And I didn't write it on this one. I wish I would have. But, um, yeah, I, uh, uh, on, a, on what I deal with on a day-to-day basis, uh, uh, obviously everyone has commented quite a bit on the um, uh, self-checkout. Um, and, and I would probably say that I'm pretty much on the same page. It just seems like, you know, I remember when everyone um, did their, you know, did that job instead of there being a self-checkout, especially after COVID, there seemed to be like, now it's like you can't hardly find anybody to, um, you know, act, a person to actually check out your stuff. Um, and you end up waiting in a really long line to go to a self-checkout. And it seems kind of silly to me because I'm like, well, look at all these jobs somebody could have. Mm-hmm. You know, instead we're having a self checkout to it. Um, but besides that, um, yeah, I just I was really influenced by what I had learned in college, just because uh, you know you learn a lot about you know ideas of uh, you know the, the 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 big philosophical minds, whether they were Catholic minded or whether they were atheistic, um, that really influenced the culture. You know. Um, and I, some of them I can't aren't coming to mind right now, but there are big ones such as, you know, uh, Frederick Nietzsche and people like that that really influenced how they viewed animals as, or uh, viewed human beings almost as if we were just like our lower forms of animals. And uh, uh, I always see that with technology, with how advanced it is, how it how it kind of runs us, how it's almost like it's our god. And um, I, I, it's kind of sad to see, being a you know, especially being a Catholic. I'm like, well, that's uh, you know, that's not good. You know, you can see that that's not good, and uh, it's kind of sad to see. But um, I myself personally don't. Um, I I had a smartphone even for a short time, and I decided I didn't like the influence it had in my life. It had it just it distracts you. You just all that kind of stuff, and uh, waste time. And so I've actually given up that, and I have like a I guess you'd call it a kind of a dumb phone. Uh, you know, all I can do is call and text, but um, gets the job done, yeah. you know. But I guess, I, you know, I could go on and on about this, like I said before, but um, it irks me, and I, I, there's a part of me that kind of wishes I was from the, the age of, you know, like the pioneer, pioneer days. So, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think you're, you're touching on a lot of important uh, points here, Isaac. And, you know, it's it's not surprising, you know, given uh, the uh, fine education I'm sure you got at Franciscan. With, it sounds like you st- studied some philosophy and theology because, you know, labor is a, is a huge part of human dignity. That's right. You know, the church's social teaching is very, very clear on this, that man, meaning men and women, of course, um, derive much of our dignity and our worth based on the work that we do. And so those opportunities have to be available. And uh, Debbie, if they're taken away or, or, you know, some are eliminated, you know, then that Mm -hmm. makes it even harder for some people who would otherwise fill those jobs and maybe to find work. Isaac, yeah, I completely agree. And my heart, my heart breaks. Can you just, I didn't, I didn't know if you had disclosed this or not. Can you share the age range you're in? I'm just curious. Yeah, I'm 26. Okay. Yeah, you're the age of my uh, youngest, uh, my my younger son, my my youngest son. Um, I have two sons, but Isaac, my heart breaks as a mom and a grandmother for you guys and and gals who are in in that in that age. Uh, you're in your twenties. 
Because I, I think there's so much that you have to stay current with. Like you said, you had a smartphone, but you got rid of it. And now you're, you can um, call and text. And, and so you, you've, you've scaled that down. You simplified it. That's great. But let's face it, you know, your peers are all doing things light years ahead, right? So there's this, there's this um, drive or this urgency with, with your age group. I just find it to be such high pressure to always keep up. Uh, or do you, obviously you changed your phone, so you must have felt it and then you walked away from it. But when you ha- with your friends, when you talk about it, are you all kind of complaining about the same thing? Well, I guess it depends on which friends they are. If they're probably my, uh, I kind of have, unfortunately, I feel like a lot of us have two different worlds. We have a lot of people mm-hmm. you have to work around on a day-to-day basis, and then you have right. people you actually might have to see eye-to-eye. Those who I see eye-to-eye with, uh, yeah, it is it is the same deal, but um, everyone I work with, they, they, I mean, basically call me a caveman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I mean, Isaac. You have you you have degrees. You're 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 so accomplished. You're intelligent, but yet if you're not keeping up with everything that's going on in the world, people look at at all of us and they're like, "What is the matter with you? Don't you know how to push these buttons? Don't you know about this software? Don't you know how to upgrade to this?" It's really insulting. I have to tell you, and not not you, Isaac, but I'm saying in general in the world, it's so insulting, and I, my heart breaks for your generation that you have to. Con- Constantly feel that 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 kind of pressure. I pray that there are more Isaacs out there that dump their smartphones and really start um, scaling back their life and making it very clear of how you want to really live in the moment and enjoy every aspect of life. What do you what do you say to that, Isaac? I agree. I agree. I think my biggest thing is um, as I've grown in my own personal faith, because that's really the that's really the big driver right there. Um, a lot of it I just looked at and said, you know, there's no end goal to any of this. It's like the progressive mindset where you're not really progressing by definition because you're just, there has to be an end in order to progress. And there is no end for this. Unless if you believe in God and see that as your end to get to heaven, then you're just going toward nothing, which is an atheistic view. So I'm like, I guess for for me, that's where I'm at with it. And, uh, you know, I just, I, you know, I, I pray for everyone else's uh, to see that end as well. Isaac, thank you so much. You've brought a very uh, educated, well thought out, mm-hmm. and, and I would guess prayerful perspective to the program today. You're a first time caller today, but never again. We hope you keep listening and call the show anytime, Isaac. Thank you so much for participating at 833 288 3986. So much do it yourself in this world today, from self driving cars to banking to checking out at the grocery store to doing basically almost any kind of commerce. And uh, you name it, yeah. it's a do-it-yourself world. Are you are you into that or not? 833-288-3986. And real quickly, is anyone asking the question, what happens of all of technology if there's like a big, you know, cyber, you know, hack or something like mm-hmm. that? What happens if all of technology goes down? Nobody keeps any paper files anymore. What, what do we do? Mm, I don't know. Better have some freeze-dried food on hand or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, you know. I know, but this—it's not—it's not really funny. But it, it really, we have to start thinking about that. I mean, that is really scary. Al in Panama City, Florida, on the iHeart Radio app. Hi, Al. Welcome. Hello, it's your friend from uh, Saint Bernadette down here. Indeed. Um. Hey, uh, Bert, Jerry, you made me laugh about the cash thing because 
uh, something that drives me nuts is when I'm sitting in line to get fuel and the person in front of me, we've been sitting there for however, how long, and then they get out and they kind of act surprised that they have to pay and they're looking for their credit card forever. I'm like, you were sitting there for so long. Why didn't you pull it out? But (laughs) that's my patience thing. But so I, 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 uh, one thing about the self-checkout, I like doing it because, you know, they used to squish my bread and everything else, and maybe I'm a control freak. But one thing people are forgetting, the reason companies are doing this is to keep costs down because of inflation and these ridiculous minimum wages. And that is just, it. they have to do it because they can't afford to pay people these ridiculous amounts. And if they do, stand by for even higher costs. So that, that's an aspect that, many people forget about and um it's uh they're kind of making even like me i i love to read well i caught myself listening to audiobooks all the time which i was being lazy and i was losing losing my reading skills so i have gone back to physical books and um all this technology is really making people lazy and they may think it's making them intelligent, but actually, I believe the opposite because they are losing their ability for cognitive thought because they'll just Google and they don't research. And they are really be, we're becoming, I think, a less intelligent society and to a large extent, a lazy society. So that's my two cents. But, you know, economically, all this. Oh, and by uh, self-driving, I love to drive, so no, no self-driving. <laughs> but Good. the um, all this self-checkout and going to McDonald's self-checkout or Panera self-checkout, there's a reason, and it's economics. It's not because greedy corporations, they're doing what they can to keep costs down for us. Because if they didn't have self-checkout, guess where they passed the cost on to? Well, that's an interesting perspective, Al. You're talking about what you just said. I, I didn't see that statement coming from you. You said, um, you know, that they're trying to keep the cost down for us. I, I hope and pray that that is a, a correct assumption on your part, and, and very well may be. But you, we all have to realize, remember, the bottom line is for, you know, companies and organizations and corporations to make money. And, you know, I just... To me, there's, uh, I think, a very serious double standard at work here sometimes where, you know, you'll have, you know, human, uh, humans are, are the sacrificed ones when it comes to jobs and things like that because of all the self-do-it-yourself stuff. And at the same time here recently, what was it, about a couple months ago, we had this baseball player sign with, I think, the Dodgers for $700 million because he can hit a, hit, hit a little ball or something, you know. There, there's a real disconnect here. And, of course, the only reason they can pay those salaries is because the fans continue to go to the game. So, anyway, that's another another show and another conversation wow. altogether. 700 but, million? Yeah, almost a billion-dollar Major League Baseball contract. It's just, uh, wow. I, think, I think it's a little bit out of hand. Yeah, bit. yeah. Al, you're awesome. Thank you so much for weighing in on this conversation. We really appreciate it. Um, Jerry, I'm going to let you do the honors with this wonderful show that's premiering today. That's right. It kicks off today, coming up at 4 Eastern time, right here on EWTN Radio. It's Beacon of Truth 
with Deacon Harold Berg-Sivers, the dynamic Deacon. He sets you on fire for the Catholic faith with his new show, which is again debuting today. He'll be taking your calls and talking about today's culture, sacred scripture, the teachings of the church, with uh, answering the question, who is Deacon Harold, which leads us into the Psalms and so many other things. Deacon Harold Berg-Sivers, Beacon of Truth with Deacon Harold, premiering today and every weekday at 4 Eastern Time on EWTN Radio. Yay, Deacon. We're so excited. Congratulations. That is awesome. Okay, um, we are going to go to John in Toledo, Ohio on Annunciation Radio. Hi, John. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Jerry. Howdy. It's so nice to talk to you. Likewise. Um, I, my first thing I want to say, I want to address the issue of self-serve checkout at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Uh, the grocery store that I go to, they always have a clerk stationed there at the self-serve, and I always make a point of greeting them. Mm-hmm. Because I know it's kind of a lonely position. Uh, people come and sometimes they complain. And I feel like uh, I just want to put a friendly face on. And uh, one thing that I think is very uh, important is you've got to be careful of what you're being charged. And sometimes you don't get the right price at the self-serve. And you can call the clerk over and they'll do a price check. So that that is one thing that I think is very important. I think we all need to watch what we're paying for. And I also like the fact that you have control over uh, bagging your own groceries. Mm-hmm. So I like the convenience. And I, 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 like I said, I'm, I, I'm not sure where these other people are shopping, but you can have um, human connection with the clerk there. Okay. Interesting. Oh, that's true. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's uh, I, I'm the same way as you are, John. I like to, and I'm sure Debbie is too, like to, you know, definitely interact with the clerk. You mentioned it's kind of a lonely position. You were actually inside my head on that thought because I was thinking the same thing. You know, the person who kind of monitored really doesn't have a whole lot to do except just to, I guess, make sure you're not stuffing extra things in your bag or whatever. And that's that's another point altogether. You know, sometimes I've, I, I would never, ever steal anything, but I sometimes wonder, are they really are they like super closely watching everybody over here and you feel almost a little bit you know conspicuous you know walking right. past the, the the guy or the gal with your bag of stuff and your receipt in your hand I'm, I'm almost like you want to see this Do you want to look at this just yeah. to make sure yeah. <laughs> yeah interesting john well thank you so much for sharing um your thoughts about this topic and as you can probably hear we have um, absolute full phone lines. So here we go. Do you want to do like just we have? Can we go like rapid fire all the way down just to get like one comment from each person? Well, we'll do our best to get as many as we can here. That's for sure. Um, okay. Uh, in the meantime, let's go to Irma in Houston, Texas, listening on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Irma. Thanks for your patience. Welcome. It's nice and convenient all this self checkout and you know automated stuff and. You call a company and ask if you have a question. You want to speak to somebody. Sometimes all you get is, you know, just uh, no human to talk to. Mm -hmm. Or they'll say, go to our website and you'll find all this information, which is fine and convenient. It's great. It's an option. But there are times where you need a person to, to talk to. Um, well, self-checkout, one time I had a situation with my bank, and they were trying to take $1,000 out of my account. 
And I went to the bank to close everything out, deal with it. And then I asked them, like, where do you think they're doing this from? And they're like, you know what? It's possible self-checkup. Like, what? And the day before all this situation, I had been in a self-checkout. So it has its good, but, you know, like Debbie said, what if the technology goes and we don't have it now what you know it's it's something i think about all the time and i'm a a computer teacher i i have kids doing research right now and they're like oh we'll just google it i'm like no let's go to the library let's look online at the library books online or do something different you get a source from there and you get a source from another online thing um and a lot of kids think if they Google it, oh, it's true and everything is right. I'm like, no, it could be bad information. You don't know. Right. So that's my, my feel on it. It's a good option, the, the automated things, certain things, but sometimes you need to have the backup, your plan B, you know? Um well, yeah, you're making some good points, Irma, and, and I think you're right. I mean, the, the whole issue of, you know, technology um, getting into the wrong hands and, and our personal information and all of that. I mean, I don't know if there's uh, – that, that horse has left the barn a long time ago, and I don't know if we are ever going to be able to get to a place where we don't have those risks. But you're also talking about younger people and their approach and how you're kind of trying to steer them toward a more, I guess we might say, an older or more traditional approach that some of us might be used to. But it just goes to, I think, prove the point, Irma and Debbie, that, you know, with each generation, this is going to go further and further and further down the road to the point where there won't be anybody alive anymore who doesn't know life without self-checkout and self-driving cars and and self-online banking and all of that. Mm -hmm. Well, you would be so proud of me, Irma. I have a whole backup files, paper bills, invoicing, everything manual. I do, I do, I do everything the old-fashioned way, and it has saved me um, so many times, too many to count. And I have had friends that do everything online and through the computers, and when they go down, they go completely down. And I'm so, but you have to keep double, you know, backups of everything. Those backups on the computers in the cloud, and then and then manual. It's it's a mess. It's, it becomes very complicated. But so I, I understand what you're saying. And I, I think it's, un, I do agree, Jerry, it's unfortunate that we're going to get to a, a time when nobody's going to remember how to do things and back things up manually. What do you say, Irma? Final quick comments. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. And that's the scary part. Like, what if this technology just stops? Mm-hmm. For some reason, government, I mean, yeah. Then what? There's nobody that knows how to grow their vegetables or, you know, everybody just goes to the store and I'm like, okay, so what if, you know, mm-hmm. what well, if you, there is no yeah. birth? Right. I, I even... Yeah. Right. Well, Irma, thank you so much. We appreciate the call. And Jerry, I just want to say real quickly before we get to Henry, that's like the, all these smart devices and smart homes and stuff. What happens if everything goes down from, from, from the, you know, t- a technical glitch? You're kind of stuck. I mean, how do you get into your house? It feels like we're <laughs> kind of living in a movie or something. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. Henry in Massachusetts, we got uh, about 90 seconds, Henry, but you waited patiently. So we wanted to get you on. Go ahead. Well, thank you. I'll give you the Reader's Digest version. Sure. So uh, I, I, I heard a lot of, you know, 
a negativity towards the technology. And I do, and I do understand that. But like every other advance that's come through human history, it's, it's a double-edged sword, right? If you use it the right way, it can be really helpful. And if you don't, it can certainly be abused. But, and, and there's a lot of waxing poetic about, you know, these, these interactions with humans. But on the other side of the equation, there are a lot of interactions that I'm sure we can all think of where they weren't the most pleasant. So you think about going to the Department of Motor Vehicles or to the, or to the post office. I'm sure we've all had some negative experiences uh, dealing with with employees or individuals who did, weren't really that thrilled to be there or didn't take their job with the, the love of God in terms of uh, what they're doing for the day. And it can, it can send you, you in, the, in the opposite direction. And then as far as some of the discussion really quick on the on the technology, I mean, capitalism is creative destruction. Right? I mean, it, there are jobs that are going to go away and there are experiences that are going to go away. But we overall, it, it, it in generally, it makes our lives better. People will gravitate towards what makes our life better and easier and moving along. And so as you look back over the years, uh, as technology has evolved, uh, I love trains as an example, but we say we all fly because it's easier. Uh, and, and it gets and allows us to do other things. So. Yeah. Well, Henry, you, I think it's a great phone call to end this conversation on because it really is a double-edged sword and has a lot of pluses and a lot of minuses. Henry, thanks for uh, you know putting a little bow and ribbon on top of this. I think very um, impactful conversation, Debbie. I think it's been great. Yeah, we didn't get to everyone today. We're so sorry. We tried to pick up the pace a bit, but there were a lot of details and a lot of angles. So we'll we'll revisit this again for sure. And uh, we're just so grateful to the Take Two family. You guys are amazing. Rich, Ace, Matt, Charles, you guys, the show team, incredible. Jerry? Yeah, we want to ask the intercession of St. Agatha. It's her feast day today. And we thank you, the uh, Take Two family, for making it a great show. Thanks, affiliates, for airing the program. Until we talk to you tomorrow, have a beautiful and blessed day.